This is episode 58 of the Christian Travelers Network. Today, we're going to be talking about admiring God's creation with Whitney Choate. Welcome to the Christian Travelers Network, where travel stories, community, and scripture combine. Hey, Christian Travelers, so glad that you are here. We have an awesome guest who's going to be talking about some of the ways she sees God in creation. Uh, But before we dive into that, I want to once again point you to our website, christiantravelers.net. There you will find other episodes, some of our faith and travel resources, and links to our Facebook and Instagram where we have other faith and travel discussions. But without further ado, Whitney Choate is a born adventurer. From a young age, Whitney was exposed to other countries and cultures. This early exposure has created her lust for adventure. During the typical 9 to 5, Whitney is a special education teacher and instructional technology coach. Her most recent travels have been either faith-based or career-based. While on these travels, Whitney loves to just admire the work of Christ and loves to appreciate his creation. Hi, Whitney. How you doing? Hey, I'm good. How are you? I am doing well. So we are so glad to have you here. Can you tell us a little bit more about yourself? Yeah, I am. Um, I, you know, like you said, I am a teacher and that is my passion. I'm an educator. Um, I kind of live in the middle of nowhere in Missouri because I married a farmer, um, the city girl got stuck out in the country and relating to travel I just I grew up traveling my parents were um, blessed for about half of my life um, with a lot of opportunities and they just took me along and they didn't care that I was the only kid or that they were the only parents that were on these adventures and you know that just kind of created this like wanderlust and you know um, excitement like I had in Missouri um there's an area called Branson and you know that's where all of my like elementary schools like classmates went that's where their parents took them and it was a fun like you know here's rides and shows and little theme parks and all these different things and I have never been to Branson well actually I finally went there like two years ago on a school field trip but like I always complained like I want to go to Branson mom and dad and like we're sitting on a beach or something in the middle of nowhere and they're like you want to go to Branson and now obviously looking back I'm like oh no I don't want to go to Branson (laughs) you know that kind of thing and I'm now appreciating uh at a different level what my parents were doing with me and what they were showing me and different things like that and you know I'm just really grateful to have those experiences as a kid and you know finding my own way as an adult and finding ways to fund these adventures and different things it's it's been rather rather interesting Yes. So uh, of your adventures as a kid, what was one of the most memorable ones? Um, It would have to be uh, the summer after fourth grade. We were sailing um, in the Caribbean uh, in between a couple of islands uh, like Guadalupe, Dominica area, and we were hit by a whale. Whoa. Uh, <laughs> yes, that one's always like, you know, when you give like three facts or two truths and a lie, like that's always one of my facts. And everybody's like, no, that has to be a lie. And no, it's like legit. Like this whale just decided to surface right as we like were sailing over him or her. And, you know, it, it that was interesting. It was one of those moments like I 
like cell phones weren't around then but had we had cell phones like it would have been like a viral video (laughs) especially afterwards like all the adults like pulling up the floorboards thinking we were sinking and the boat ended up not even having a scratch on it but it was it was a very interesting experience for sure oh I imagine so now as an adult what is your favorite way to travel or how do you approach travel Honestly, the way I approach it is like however I could get it. On a teacher's salary and now um, as a new mother, you know, the expenses are high and especially during COVID and, you know, all these unexpected things. And so I get really creative um, on ways to do trips. And uh, I think it was like two years ago, um, I'm an advisor for um, a sorority at our local university, and they had a trip. I had a work trip, and then I forgot what the other one was, and I think I went to visit a friend, and, like, I was able to combine all those airline tickets and just um, jump from one to the other, and, like, the sorority paid for a chunk of those airline tickets, and then my work paid for a chunk of that travel and different things like that, and so you know, I had very little out-of-pocket expense, and so it's kind of like traveling on the cheap these days and figuring out how I can possibly make that work, which is kind of fun. Like, that makes it more fun to me instead of like, hey, here's five grand to, like, plan a vacation. No, like, how can I plan a trip and an adventure on the smallest dime possible? So I don't know. I just like the added challenge. Yeah, making it go the extra mile and see what fun adventures you can get on that. Mm-hmm. So what are some of the destinations that you enjoy going to? Are you more nature? Or are you more city? Like what is what do you enjoy? I have not really been a fan of uh, visiting like bigger cities. I'm definitely more of a nature freak. And, you know, I don't particularly have a preference, whether it's like beach or mountains or forest or desert or anything like that. I just always want to go someplace that I've never been. And, you know, trying to, you know, I have a scratch off map in my office where I'm recording this and I'm trying to scratch off every state and I'm trying to scratch off as many countries as possibly really cool to get all of those. But not so hot about North Korea, but, (laughs) um, you know, and it's just, it's just, I don't know, just turning it into an experience and turning it into something interesting and new. I always like the new aspect of it. Yes. So on your scratch off map, how many states do you have left and how many countries have you been to? I think I've been to most probably I would say about 30 some odd states I mostly have the northwest to do and then like the northern like Iowa and above states um I just went to Nevada last year on a conference uh for the sorority which was really cool uh and I definitely still need Alaska but I was able to scratch off Hawaii a couple years ago so that was super cool and then I've been to about half of the Caribbean islands uh a two or three three countries I think in Central America and then Ireland so it's mostly pretty close to you know North America but um I did like that one Ireland trip and I would like to continuously hit all these different continents and I definitely have a weird bucket list item of going to Antarctica even though I did like despise the cold <laughs> but I just want to like go to every single continent because 
how cool would that be? Exactly. I, I share that passion. And what about it, like, faith-wise or God-wise, how do you see that playing a part in your travels? I think a lot of, like, the foundation of it is that, like, there are these avenues and there is these doors that have been opened. And, you, you know, I try to let God guide my life as much as possible. And it's sometimes really hard as a type A control freak. But, you know, just giving it up and giving it to him and, you know, trusting that he'll find a way. And, you know, the last couple of years where I've been a little bit more penny pinching, trying to figure out these different avenues, how can I still have adventures on a stricter budget? And some of these, I have literally gone in blind. I'm like, I have no idea how this trip is going to happen. I have no idea how I'm going to fund this mission trip. But, you know, if this is the Lord's will, I'm, he'll figure it out. He, he's got the easiest access to money to you know, more than anyone. So, you know, if he wants it, he's going to make it happen. And I think through all of these different experiences, I really have learned that and learned it at a deeper level. Um, and trying to take that lesson that I've learned and using that in all of aspects of my life, whether it be my career or my personal life or whatever. I, I think that's just really, really neat. Yeah. How do you find yourself connecting with God in your travels? How do you see him in that? I remember, I think I was 14. It was one of the first times my parents let me fly alone. I had family in Florida at the time, and I flew down there. And I don't know if it was down there or back, but it was before cell phones. So everybody, like, in airports and stuff actually talked to each other. And um, I was sitting next to this gentleman, and I forget, I think he was either Amish or Mennonite. And we just, he saw me reading my Bible and taking notes and whatever. And so he started up a conversation and I don't even remember what we talked about, but I just remember coming away from that conversation. Like that was a really cool, just like God moment. That was a really cool godly man. And the, you know, he had had talked about some surgeries and things and like the things that he had went through. And I just remember leaving like inspired from that. And, you know, there's different experiences. And now that I'm older, I think I see God more, um, less talking to people though, that does still happen. But when I travel, I am now getting out, even if I'm in the city, I try to get out and get in nature or go on a walk next to the river or, you know, do some loops around a block or something like that. And getting out and just seeing what God has created or what ha- man has created, um, which, of course, still comes from God. And just appreciating all of that. And it just sometimes just blows my mind, like, how in awe I get at different things. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, when I was in Kauai a couple years ago, there I my parents dropped me off because they're not hikers by any stretch. And they were like here, you go have fun. We're going to go shop and, you know, get a beverage. And, uh, you know, and so I hiked, um, I think it was about two or three miles, um, one direction. And so I, I guess it was probably a five mile hike, but, um, of the Nepali coast. And it was like raining at one point, And then like the, you know, in the tropics, you know, it rains for two seconds and then it's bright and sunny. And so I was like sloshing around, climbing up and down these crazy inclines, 
um, sliding through the mud and just, it was the most gorgeous view I think I have ever seen. And it just literally took my breath away. Like there was different vantage points because I was literally like hiking the coastline. And so you'd go in and out all the, you know, all the time and up and down. But, you know, at each little like spurt out where you could kind of look back a little bit at the coastline, I was just like, how gorgeous is this? How blessed I am that God gave me this opportunity to come here and just appreciate this and just look at this and just, if he can create something that beautiful, but yet he still just like loves me and, you know, I don't think of myself, you know, as that beautiful, but he thinks of me the way that I am thinking of this land, like how, you know, and just appreciating it like that. And it it just kind of takes like a different twist to it. Yeah, it takes your breath away. And I like that comparison of how like God sees us that way. Um, one of the things I think that just in like our day-to-day lives, it's, we get so used to this grind that we forget to pay attention to the many awes and like wonders around us. How, what advice would you give someone to like, I guess, pay attention to that, to recognize that around themselves? I think that's something that I'm continuing to, in my day-to-day life, struggle with. But, uh, through this COVID-19 thing, I think, You know, it's learning to just stop and take a pause, turn off the TV or put away the cell phone. And, you know, I've been taking my daughter for walks around our neighborhood and I live in a tiny town and I'm to the point where I can tell you, hey, that flower just bloomed today and yesterday it wasn't bloomed. Like, you know, it's a very (laughs) small area. But as we're going like on these little walks in our neighborhood that I've walked around a thousand times, I'm like, wow, that is really beautiful. Or I just kind of stop and pause like if I need to catch my breath and then I look around and I'm like, oh, look at that cool thing. And it's just like trying to notice those small things and just getting rid of those distractions that, you know, are normally there. Because normally, you know, I'm running, you know, 12, 14, you know, sometimes 18 hour days between all the different commitments that I have and different things that I do, which I all love. But you know, I'm not during all of that. I'm not taking the time just to sit down and just breathe and just notice whatever it is that is around me. I think that's one of the many blessings and also challenges of COVID-19 for sure. Yes. Um, so seeing God in our day-to-day lives kind of brings up that conflict of like just driving to work, going on vacation, going on missions, like there is kind of a tug of war as to, I don't know, in our culture of like, if any of those are good, bad, I guess, what is your take on kind of all of that? I think with everything, and I tell this to my students, um, I teach health class, and they're like, well, can I have this? And I'm like, well, everything in moderation is good. You got to find that healthy balance. And, you know, there's some people in this world that are like, mission trips are life. Like everybody has to go on a mission trip and it's the best thing. And that's where you need, you know, that's what they're super passionate about. And I love that. And missions are, you know, needed. And 
you know, sometimes missions are needed for the people that we go to help. And sometimes they're needed for the people, you know, for ourselves, like when we go on them. And I, I love the different experiences that I've had through different mission trips, different relations that I've built with people wherever it has been that I've traveled or with the team members that I have gone with or met there. And so it's just, you know, finding that healthy balance and where God is leading you and what he wants for you. Like some people may never be called to go on a a mission trip, whether it's, you know, a short like week mission trip or, you know, the longer, like you live in a country for a year kind of thing. And, you know, he may be calling you to do something else. And with that, like through one of these mission trips, I figured out, or I actually had a friend work with me and she was like, you have like, I was like, I don't really have any spiritual gifts. I'm not, you know, like the preacher or I'm not like the healer. I'm not like that super, I mean, not saying that I'm not caring, but I'm not like that super caring person where people are going to want to come and talk and open up, you know, like all these different things. But she was like, you have the gift of administration. You like to organize. You like to, you know, make sure all the ducks are in a row. You like to make sure everybody's where they're at and doing what they need to do. And I'm like, really? I didn't know that that was like a gift from God. I just thought that was me being OCD, you know, or type A. And since then, you know, that was an experience that I've tried to take. And then I'm using that in other aspects of my life. And I'm seeing that in myself as a strength and a way that God can use me. And where I never really thought anything of it. And, you know, so I think that's really cool. But then, you know, there's a balance where um, on like if you take vacations and, you know, there's different ways that God can use those experiences, whether you're talking with your taxi driver or you meet somebody in an airport or something like that. And then like there's just again, like going back just your day to day life, like whatever your experiences are, wherever like God is putting you, he's going to use you. And sometimes like I said before, you just have to stop and kind of breathe and look around and see what's there and be like, thank you, God, for this. Thank you, God, for this experience. Thank you for, you know, this beautiful flower. Thank you for this conversation. Thank you, you know, for me, like this student, like I feel like I was able to make a difference with this student in his life. Or, you know, thank you for allowing me to see this need so that I can help this individual. And, you know, no matter where you're at, you know, you just, you got to let God use you, but you got to also be open to it and, and not too busy to, to see where that need is. Amen. That's like one of the biggest things I love talking about on this podcast is God uses us in so many different aspects of travel. And um, it isn't just missions, but God does call us to that as well. So mm-hmm. it's just really cool to hear that from other people as well. As you were saying that, like one of the things that popped up into my head was I did my uh, a month of my student teaching um, in the country of Belize, and we there was I think six of us, five of us that lived in an apartment together, and then we were all teaching at three different schools, and so I was at a school with two other girls, but I was in a special education classroom. It was like kindergarten through eighth grade and I was able to work really closely with two individuals and 
and it was since it's Central America, like, you know, the schools um, all have, like, religion mixed in. And so it was a Catholic-based school. And it was really neat to be able to, like, worship with the kids mm-hmm. and to be able to talk about our faith because, you know, I, I teach now in the public school. And so, you know, that's kind of a a murky area a lot of times and it was very nice to be open about it but the different experiences that I had there with those students especially this one still tug on my heartstrings and the things that they make me think about on a daily basis or when I'm working with other students I'm like oh yeah like Sandra said this or Martha w- did you know did this and grew in this way and I became a better person because of my experiences with them. And I like to take that and and use that in my classroom now. And even though I may not openly be able to talk about Christ and my faith, you know, it's one of those, I really try to show my students Christ's love um, through my actions, even though I can't really discuss it. And, you know, some of these kids, they really like soften up. And, you know, I pray for my kids all the time. And especially since I haven't seen them in two months, and I won't see them for another three, you know, I'm just, you know, my heart aches for them. And I, I'm hoping that, you know, that they realize that God is there with them, and whatever they're facing right now, and whatever struggles that they might be having. I, I just pray that, you know, that, God will use me in however he wants. If I need to somehow make a connection with a student, I pray that like he puts them on my heart or that I'll run into them at the store or something like that. And it's taking these experiences, like I think I've done like three um, teaching-based study abroad trips and taking those things and using them now with my students and then even using them with, you know, um, different people that I meet, like, at church or in different groups and things like that, and just making sure that I'm available if God wants to use me for those needs. Absolutely. All of that actually makes me want to ask, so we've talked a little bit about nature and how you've seen God in that, but now we've started to kind of dive into some of the people that have played a part in some of your travels what has kind of been a big cultural lesson that you've kind of learned in your travels and faith journey? As an only child, this has been a harder lesson to learn. It's, I'm not always right. That there are other ways of doing things that are just as awesome or just as cool. And it's, you know, not that I ever disrespected, but respecting those other cultures and customs and coming to understand them and why people do what they do or what makes people tick and you know um living in the belizean culture it was really neat to learn about their culture and what was important to um those people of the town that i was in and the different values and different things that and the like the family life and learn i love learning about families and how families interact in different parts of the world and that's just really neat to kind of take that back and be like oh that's really cool that's not how I was raised that's not how I grew up but that's awesome I'm so cool like and you know I like taking some of those back and and different things and trying to apply the best parts of all of these different cultures 
to my life. Similar to the the fact that everywhere I go, I like to get like a recipe of my favorite food from there. And then I try to incorporate that into our daily, you know, not necessarily daily diet, but into our regular diet. And so, you know, taking the best parts of those cultures, whether it be food or values, and incorporating that and trying to make my own family the best that it can be. I don't think I've ever heard anyone do the recipe thing, but I might steal that from you. (laughs) (laughs) It's like the best thing ever. (laughs) Every Thanksgiving, I make um, festival from Jamaica, and that is like, nobody else really cares, but I'm like, that is my thing. I just love it. (laughs) (laughs) That is awesome. So I always love to ask our guests, what has been your biggest God moment in all of your travels? I really think it goes back to that Kauai trip. I was definitely in a transitional phase in my life. And um, I went there 10 days with my parents. And it was just kind of an interesting trip after I've been married for seven years. Hey, go on a vacation for 10 days with my parents while my husband stays at home because he had to work. And, you know, we were trying to have a family and just different things. And I had some different struggles in my career and trying just to like adjust to the new normal. And obviously when you're in Hawaii, you spend all your time outside and which I totally ate up. I loved it. And I would spend some time away from my parents each day. And I really enjoyed that and kind of having my own quiet time and prayer life and just asking God for guidance on what needed to, you know, when I go back to my real life, um, you know, and my career and my family and different things, what that needs to look like, what do I need to do differently? And again, it's just taking that time to be like, thank you for bringing me to this moment. Thank you for these experiences, even the bad experiences, you know, not that I would ever want to repeat them, but thank you for those and the lessons that I've learned from that and the different care, you know, the character building that came from it. It just, I don't know. That's just what makes my heart sing. It's just like sitting on a boat or going on a hike and just saying, God, you are wonderful and you are glorious. And it just, you know, I throw on some headphones sometimes and jam out to some worship tunes. And it's really one of those times that I just, I can dive in and just truly worship God without all of those distractions. And it's some of the most intimate times that I've had with him. Yeah, it's a peaceful place to be. And it's a lot easier to hear him or just to praise him without all of those distractions for sure. Um, so how can our listeners connect with you outside of this podcast? Well, if you are an educator, feel free to, uh, follow my podcast, Tough Talk with Teachers, or you can follow me on Instagram at Mrs. W.L. Choate. And I post, uh, a lot of stuff with my classroom, with my family, a little, a little bit of hodgepodge of everything. And so it, it's a good time. Yes, and I will make sure to put links to that in the description below. Well, Whitney, we have really enjoyed having you on the podcast today. Well, thanks so much for having me. Okay, well, Christian Travelers, I hope that you have enjoyed today's episode. For more... 
podcast episodes and faith and travel resources, visit christiantravelers.net. And until next time, safe travels and God bless.